Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we covered 1985's Phenomena. But before we get into that, what have you been up to this week? Well, I went to see the new Bond film. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. However, I've got one issue with Bond at the moment. So, a couple of weeks ago, I watched The Dig with... Um, is it Ralph Fiennes or what? Ralph Fiennes. I don't Fiennes. know if it's Ralph or Rafe or whatever. I think it's Rafe. I say Ralph and I think it's wrong. So I watched The Dig, which is all about Sutton Hoo. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to watch Bond, he was playing M. Yeah. And I just kept thinking, he's just come from the Sutton Hoo dig. <laughs> like the whole, like every scene that M was in, I was like, he's thinking about Sutton Hoo, isn't he? That's what he's thinking. He's, he's thinking about archaeology He's going to go right back now. to Sutton Hoo this weekend. <laughs> he's going to go back to Suffolk. He just, he just does like bond adventures during the week and then at the weekend at the weekend is digging Sutton Hoo. Mm-hmm. and it's pretty much ruined my like ability to believe in m in the film that's fair completely yeah <laughs> Sutton Hoo. like i could see the that helmet you know the helmet that is really well known find from Sutton Hoo. Mm. i could just like see it in my mind every time he was on screen <laughs> that is quite distracting i know it's a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I've not seen it yet. <laughs> to be fair, I've not seen any of the Daniel Craig Bonds. Have you not seen any of them? No, not at all. The last Bond film I watched... For like 20 years, I feel I like. The, the last one I watched was Goldeneye with Pierce Brosnan. That's how... Oh, well, Goldeneye was good, though, was I love it? Goldeneye. It's my favourite, yeah. Was I should like watch them, really. Was or 97? Something like that, yeah. Really old. Yeah, I should watch them, really. Well... Because, uh, well, uh, I was working at the cinema when Skyfall came out and it gave me a oh, bit yeah. of PTSD towards it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just think, oh, busy cinema, gross. I don't want to be in there. Yeah. So I've not bothered with any of them. But I've heard they are good. I should, probably should give them a try. But oh. Do you know what I really enjoyed I about Goldeneye? Oh, was, oh, no, it was the one after Goldeneye. Whichever one had Jonathan Price in. Oh, no um, idea. Um... <laughs> Judy Dench was M in that, and Jeffrey Palmer was in it as well. And it was like, as time goes by. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was so good. Reunion. That was the best bit. I love really it. really was. That sort of eclipses all of a, like, including the Sean Connery, that is the best bit in the entire Bond franchise was when... When, as time like, goes by, got reunited. Yeah. <laughs> what are they called? I, uh, if, if anyone can uh, tell... We're doing this over Zoom because I've had to get a PCR yeah. test, so hopefully it's negative. We'll I'm see. sure it will be. I don't feel I don't what feel does... ill, so I'm guessing it will be, yeah. but you don't know, do you? What does PCR stand for? Polymerase chain reaction. Oh. Basically, it's um, wiser. It's basically amplification of DNA on a massive um. scale. So you can have like a really little piece of DNA, but amplify it loads of times. So if you've got if you've got corona. Like they know, yeah. they know the the basically the makeup of oh, corona. Yeah. So if if you have it and then it replicates in this thing, that's how it gets identified. Basically, yeah. that's like the simple explanation of it. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. So, I don't know if it's true, but I heard that all the corona virus part, like so the individual cells or whatever of mm-hmm. the corona disease, it all of the combined like contents of the world's coronavirus disease could fit into like one can 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, because it's weird, a because it? it's a, a a virus. It's so tiny. So it's a virus. Yeah. So it's not I even like I know nothing. It's not a I cell. Know nothing about it. It's a virus. I just find it bizarre. Mm. It's because it's it so just, tiny. It's basically yeah. viruses are just genetic information. There's like nothing else to them really, because they enter yeah. other things to replicate themselves a lot of the time. So they're just very tiny. I think they should stop. I, th- I think it should. It's stop. like um, is it bot? Botulism. I think it's botulism. If you had a teacup full of botulism, you could kill the world with it. Bizarre, isn't yeah, it? Or you yeah. can make Botox, I believe. Yeah, you can. But like, if you had like proper, yeah, like full on, like kill your Botox. Mm. Yeah, teacup, kill the world. Goodness, it's mad, isn't it? And people are injecting that shit into their faces on a daily basis. It's mad, bonkers. Yeah. But um, yeah. I don't think I'd ever get Botox. I feel like I would lose. You wouldn't be able to tell if I was being sarcastic or not. I think that, like, there are health benefits for it. You know, like, when people have got, like, like stuff like excessive sweating and stuff, you can use it to oh, right, stop yeah. that. That's yeah. a really good idea, but I don't think I'd be wanting to use it for cosmetic because if I could not use it, then it's probably yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? What else have I done? I don't know what else I've done. Not a lot. Made a key lime pie. Oh, did you? Mm. Made it for Rob's birthday. Is that um is the key lime from Florida? Yeah. Or is it is the pie from Florida? It's the lime. It's known as a key the lime. lime they're smaller, the I think. They're they're like smaller than normal limes. So technically, it's just a lime pie because it's not a key lime pie because I don't oh, live yeah. in Florida. But it's the same. It's fine. It's you get the gist. It's not. Nice. It'll be good. It'll be nice. Yeah. Whatever. So. Yeah, that's what I've done. Not a lot, really. Well, no, that's very good. Yeah. So, in all our crazy fun, we watched Phenomena, Mm. made in 1985, directed by Dario Argento. Apparently, he has cited this as his personal favourite of all his films. Has he? Yeah. Has he really? Yeah, I love it. Wow. It scored a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, and the synopsis is... A young girl who can communicate with insects helps solve a string of murders at her boarding school. Of course. As well as all the other shit that happens. But I was like, I literally have two lines to write this. I can't even... Yeah. Yeah. So much happens. So much happens. So much happens. I wrote six pages of notes. Like, more happens than you would ever imagine. And you could imagine a lot. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I told you it was crazy. I hadn't seen the full thing. And and then I was like, oh shit. Oh no. Oh, that's happened as well. This is crazy. I loved it. It's like all the the drama of a normal horror film literally could take place in five minutes of Mm. this film. Yeah. And then there's all the other rest of the film because it's like two hours long as well. And you're just like, what is happening right now? I love it. It's great. So I wrote a haiku because tis the season. Well, why not? Donald and monkey jennifer can talk to bugs solve the murders guys yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. it but you pretty much got there it was there. many there was many i could have written i'm sure um apparently this film inspired a game that was made in 1995 i think really called the Do clock you mean tower mhm yeah it was called oh. the clock tower and it was a, a girl called Jennifer Simpson trapped in a mansion. 
trying to solve puzzles and then like a little man with scissors came after you every now and again oh my goodness so yeah but yeah apparently it was like inspired by this and i was like oh yeah no i see that now it makes sense it's 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 sort of it's known as like a real classic like horror puzzly thing i think it might be on steam but i'm not sure oh wow if I get, don't get too scared, I might have a go. Yeah, it's pretty. It's like really low resolution. I think it's like thirty-two bit or something. It's not. It's not scary, it's and it's puzzly. It's quite. It looks quite good. I've never played it, but I'm intrigued. Apparently, Dario Argento was inspired after learning that insects are sometimes used in murder investigations, which is really weird because I feel like we were talking about this at work and how. We were ta- what were we on about? I feel like we were talking about like how cadavers are used or something. As sometimes like they used to mm. look at decomposition patterns of yeah. different things and yeah, it's really weird. But it's kind yeah, of interesting. Like in a really specific way, don't they? Yeah, I've got some weird yeah. insect fun facts to pepper in with this uh, episode because it's very insect heavy. Uh, the tagline, one of the taglines used for this film was. Jennifer has a few million close friends. She's going to need them all, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> I loved it. And I think in some other countries, it's also known as creepers. Mm. Mm. There will be spoilers. Spoiler alert. A lot of shit happens. Spoiler. It's very confusing. A lot happens. <laughs> so much happens. The spoilers right up until our very last moment. Oh my God. We start with a bus at the Swiss Alps. Because I was like... Are they in the Swiss Alps? And then there's like a big Swiss flag, and I was like, yes, yes, they are in the Swiss Alps. It's interesting that the Swiss flag is square. It's very square, isn't it? I don't know if there's any other square flags. I I think it's fine. I just notice it. Yeah, I've never noticed that, but yeah. A square flag. Most flags are rectangular. Maybe it just looked better as a square. There's a girl who gets left behind on this from this bus, and um, she was like. She was like going, Dan, Dan, Dan. And then yeah. all I could think of was Alan Partridge. And I was like, did they get that from from this? Like, because there's this bit where he's like, he, made, he makes friends with this guy called Dan. And then he's like, Dan, Dan, in like a car park. And he's like, he didn't hear me. But he clearly does hear him. And he just ignores him. It was really funny. So then well, we get our credits. And then it comes back to this this girl. Apparently this girl was played by Fior Argento, which is the oh. daughter of Dario Argento. And oh. her mother apparently was a glassmaker, so that's why she ends up dying with some glass. Oh, that's a bit... A bit weird, isn't it? Strange. For <laughs> your own daughter. I'm not sure I could write a part for... I mean... A daughter. I'm, like, I'm fairly certain she knew what she was getting in for, so... But yeah. So, yeah. So she, she's cold and been abandoned by this bus. So then she runs down a path and I put music because I feel like there was like really weird music at this point. Yeah. And then uh, she finds a house. So I'm one of these heathen people that watches films with subtitles on, but I'm really glad that I did for this one because it was really funny. So in the subtitles, it was like unsettling cards. (laughs) <laughs> but that's all you can describe it as. It's like, doo, 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 as she goes in this house. And then she's like, and you're like, oh no, this is bad. You know, something bad is going to happen. And then it flashes to some chains. There's some chains in this house. And you're like, oh no, that's really bad. You know, it's getting worse. 
it gets it goes from zero to a hundred. She fully walks like, in this house. Like yeah. I would never go in someone's house that I didn't know. I'm always at at, least you, we've had this like, conversation before. Like I'm weird be, about yeah. going in my brother's house when he's just like just let yourself in my house, and I'm still like oh yeah, knock, 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 you know. No. So if anyone ever says just let yourself in, I'm like, well, that means I can't come in. But I'm like because I just can't. It's just I just can't. It's not in my nature. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it. So <laughs> she goes into this house, and then she's like, "Excuse me, I'm a foreigner and I'm lost." <laughs> I'm a exact words if, if of this film was, i am yeah. a foreigner and i'm oh, lost well, well uh, that if was it if you're a foreigner then i definitely will help i you. mean if you've it, been local i, I wouldn't it, have helped she could have just been like i'm lost but no 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 i'm a foreigner and i'm lost i'm a foreigner and then she gets a chain wrapped around her throat oh so by a mysterious person who we don't see she manages to escape and leave this house well she runs to the door and then a pair of scissors kind of Stabs near her. Oh yeah, stabs through her hand, isn't it? Because she's trying to get out. And then we were like, oh no, like we're only five minutes in. What's going on? Because for whatever reason, (laughs) I assumed that this actress was going to be in the film for the whole film. Like I just assumed she was the star of the film, and then she died. And I was like, you were like, I liked her. She was nice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So she. She runs out to a river because there's a river behind this house apparently, a and a really weird sort of cave. Cave. Uh, it's it's sort of like, it's like a waterfall. It's like Ingleton Waterfalls walk. It's like Ingleton Waterfalls walk, but behind this bloody exactly house. Exactly like that. I think the same thing happened once at Ingleton Waterfalls, but I could be mistaken. Oh Christ! <laughs> I went to I Ingleton once. Mistaken, to be fair. It was, no, it's too nice there. It's nice and nothing bad happens there. <laughs> Apart from you might fall in trying to like well, negotiate behind that waterfall thing, but fine. So she's running and screaming as as per the usual sort of yeah. jello thing. And, and someone's following her because you get in the view of somebody following her. And she wanders into this sort of cave where there's a pane of glass. I don't know why. Yeah. And she gets this big pair of scissors in her stomach and then she oh, kind of uh. falls slow motion through this glass it's really like the, the it looks amazing but you're like oh god oh no what's it's going on it's very effective but it's pretty horrible and then and then it cuts to the river and you were like oh no i hope she survives <laughs> and then her head came off <laughs> and fell in the river and you were like oh no oh why oh, Goodness. Oh, good gracious. Do you know what? I'm far too innocent for horror films. But I, I forgot that happened and I was like, okay. oh, oh no. I just thought she got stabbed. I don't know if I watched an edited version because I'm fairly certain that didn't happen and I was like, oh, oh no. What's if you watched on? an edited version, it would have to be about 20 minutes long. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> there's a lot that goes on in this film so, that um, you would want to edit out. Yeah. So, yeah, so head comes off, falls in a river, that's terrible. Cut to a chimp enters a house. Yes, because yeah. this film is nuts. Yeah, of course. And then it goes to uh, Donald Pleasance is in this film. Yay! I love Donald Pleasance. I love him and everything. And he's chatting about insects. There are bugs everywhere in this room. It is the stuff of nightmares. Mm-hmm. But he's talking about how bodies decompose and the sort of rates of decomposition and stuff. But then the chimp comes in and he's like, what you got there, little chimp? And uh, she's got, like, a letter opener thing. And then he's like, give me that. Don't use that ever again. Don't you 
play with that. Don't you play yeah. with that? And that, and then he's like, "Oh, this is my uh, chimp nurse, Inga. I point, I point things with a, la- uh, I don't a laser think pen. I end up with you taking the wrong pills. She, she seems no. pretty on it. She, she knows she's what she's got doing. A, she's got a degree in. Um, and there was a dispensing pharmacist. They're all like, they're, they're just like, yeah, okay. That seems okay. normal and not weird. That's fine. Donald Pleasant, you carry on doing what you're doing. And then he starts talking about, like, there's eight sort of stages of, like, rotten decomposition. He doesn't go into it in detail, but he says mm. the first one's the flies. And that, and the, like, there's 15-day cycles. And then, uh, and then they're like, well, how long do you think it is? And then he whips this sheet off this box and it's oh, the head of that horrendous. poor girl. Covered in maggots. It's disgusting. And he's like, I it would say grim. it's probably eight months old, this head, and 15 days looking at and the patterns. And 15 days. So they're like, oh, oh no. So they, they reckon the time of death was between September 7th and 10th. And I was like, oh, my birthday's in between there. That's exciting. <laughs> and then I think they say her name was Vera Brandt, I think. And her body was never found. We've just found this head, so we don't know what's going on. Mm. And there's a killer on the loose. So Excellent. awful. Then it cuts to Jennifer Connolly, who is also in this film in a car. Yeah. So now we've, we've finally met the star. The first girl who I thought was going to be the main actress. I knew, I knew it couldn't have been her because part. it's Jennifer Con- like Jennifer Connolly's in it, so I was like, yeah. no, it can't be. But then it was kind of the beginning of her acting career at this point. We came to the conclusion that this is why she got the job of Labyrinth because oh yeah, this they must have watched the they must have watched this and been like. This film is batshit yeah. insane. She's perfect. She is perfect. Get that girl. The labyrinth will be a breeze for her after this film. Labyrinth will be normal compared to this film. Yeah. Um, labyrinth will be pedestrian. Absolutely. So she's seen the sights of this town in Switzerland and it's all very nice. And she's talking to this woman who I realised is the Frau from later. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the car. In the be, car. So yeah. there's this woman in the car... And she's saying, oh, is it your first, you know, have you been here before? She's like, no, it's my first time here. She's American, obviously. And then she's like, yeah, my name's Jennifer. My favourite, one of my favourite things in films is, A, when the title is said in a film, I love it. And also, when the character is the same name as their actual name. Yeah. Because it just makes me laugh. They're like, give your name. Ah, Jennifer. Jennifer, your name's Jennifer. That'll do. Whatever. Whatever your name is in real life, just have just that. Have it that. makes it easier. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, my name is Jennifer Carvino. And then this woman's like, oh, you've got a famous dad. Her famous dad gets mentioned so much in this film. So Never often. see him. He never appears no. at all. And then a big fat bee lands on her. And this woman is like, ah, a bee. And uh, like trying, she tries to kill it. Aptly, when we watched this film, there was a gigantic wasp in my house that, that you saved me from. Seen. You saved my life. You got rid of it. I did. Well, I put it out of the window. It was Unfortunately, big... it was on the nets. So I put the net out the window and then it flew away. It was away. a big boy, so that, that one. Right. Oof. It was yeah, a big boy. That was a, that was a good... T- it was like the size of a 50 pence piece. When, when you round, hear like straight, the sound straight. of a wasp buzzing and you think it's somebody with a chainsaw outside... You know it's a fucking big wasp and it needs to not be like, in your house. Who's, who's getting builders in at this hour? But no, it was a wasp. This giant wasp. And then I kept thinking I heard it. I could hear it for the rest yeah, of the day. Haunted by <laughs> it. Horrible. So 
she's like, leave this be alone, don't kill it. And she and it, she's just holding it in her hand. And she's like, it's absolutely fine. I like insects, it's not going to hurt me. And she like strokes it and it's a big like bumblebee. She strokes mm. this bumblebee and I'm like, oh, bumblebee. I like bees. My sure. first interesting fact, honeybees, when they're in yeah. the hive, because they're like yeah. all sort of cramped together, they all start bumping into each other and stuff. And they make little whoop noises to be like, oh, sorry. Whoop. How cute is that? Whoop. I love it. We've started doing it. The bees, bees just get better and better the more you learn the about them. The more you learn about bees, the more they are precious and should be saved. Like waggle dancing. Yeah. I love it. They're just they're just great. So then uh, for some reason we get a weird voiceover about how she's going to this school. I, I was like, yeah. why is there a voiceover at this point? It's really strange. It was weird, but yeah, it helped with the story, I suppose. Not really. Because you could see that she was going <laughs> well, to this school. Well, it helped me understand. <laughs> could have done with it all the way through. This is the yeah. thing. It only happens at this point, I think. Or yeah. does it happen again? And that, but it's her voiceover. It's really weird. I don't know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she arrives at this boarding school in in Switzerland and meets a roommate. A roommate's talking about eating baby food. Oh yeah. And she's, she's like, like, I haven't eaten all day. Well, I've got some baby food. Yeah, I've, I've got baby food. I eat baby food, and I'm just be like, you what? What are you on about? And then she's like, oh, I'm vegetarian, and she's like, Oh, I've got a veggie baby food. There you go. So she eats it off the end of a toothbrush because she ain't got a spoon. <laughs> kind of school has a new starter student and just puts them in their room without being like she must have been traveling she's traveled all that way from america you'd be like do you want a sandwich or something at least yeah Yeah. and i'm assuming it's quite a posh boarding school because her dad's a rich actor so yeah yeah so we find out that this girl's called sophie and they kind of introduce themselves to each other and then the head teacher comes in this head teacher I've just put head teacher looks like a stone cold bitch. She has like mega resting bitch mean. face. This woman, she looks she's mean. She's mean, isn't she? And yeah. uh, she very, confiscates. Very tightly pulled hair. Her hair is so tight. Yeah. I think it's just like pulling her face. Oh my yeah. god, that's crazy. She's so mean. she she reminds me of the woman who's in Suspiria, who was also kind of she kind of looked she looked a bit evil. Yeah. Well. There was a few characters. In I'm not Suspiria. even sure if it's the same woman actually as well, because she was been she's been in loads of his films, so it could well be the oh, same she woman. Could be, yeah. Because she's just got that face of like she's evil. I don't like her. Mm. <laughs> so she confiscates everything and she's like, "Go to bed, turn your light off, and whatever," and then uh, and leaves. So I was like, "Well, that's a nice introduction for her to uh, yeah to this." That's nice. School. Getting a, a nicely settled in there. Yeah, yeah. no right. So then. Uh, Sophie's asking about Paul Corvino because I think she's got a po- she had a poster that she was getting out and she confiscated yeah. it and she was like, "Ooh, do, do you know him?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I do." And then she basically asks if she's banged him and she's like, "It's my dad." And then she's like, no. "Oh, sorry, <laughs> gross, sorry, whoops." So then she starts rhyming off like all these like facts about her, and I was like, "That is really creepy." That is creepy. That yeah. is not what you want what in a roommate. Like getting her as a roommate. So then for some reason she starts telling this story about basically her mum at Christmas left her and her dad mm. to go and live with her lover basically. And yeah. she never came back. That's a bit harsh. 
And then she starts saying about like her dad. Her dad got twelve presents and said the thirteenth was the mum leaving. Leaving. And I was like, it's not exactly the best way to frame a divorce, is it? No idea. Child. And then she's like, bet you didn't know that, did you? Hmm. <sighs> but apparently, this story that she tells is a story from Dario Argento's childhood. So it's actually oh, really? come from yeah. So it's actually oh, partly well. true. Poor like, guy. Oh, that's sad. And then. So this Sophie, they, they kind of make friends with each other, don't they? They seem to get on really mm-hmm. well. And she's like, oh, I owe you a meal then. And then she's like, oh, um, there's a murderer around here, by the way. And then she's like, good night. Have a good night. And Sleep then, well. There's a murderer about. Yeah, there's a horrible murderer killing young women. Night. And then they speak to each other in a foreign language. And this keeps going. I think it's in Italian. It happens a it, They switch yeah. to Italian and... But the subtitles don't tell you what it says. It says speaks yeah. in a foreign language, so I don't know if that's intentional or what. They like keep you in the dark. So it was weird. It's and also, odd. why didn't they speak? If they both speak Italian, why didn't they speak Italian all the time? Weird. No idea. Who knows? So then it's the middle of the night, and Jennifer is having a nightmare, and then it cuts to a girl running to Iron Maiden. So this is the first this is the, Iron Maiden bit. It's, it's the same song that know, they use. It's Flash of the Blade. Yeah, there was, yeah. He likes to... It's like um, opera, because he used like a lot of rock music in that. So he's quite mm. into doing that, yeah. So there's this, run, this girl running around in the school. She lights a candle, stops to light a candle for some reason, and, and then has a little wonder with this candle. Then sees somebody screams and runs away and then you get this cut of this big long like blade pole thing being assembled that you get that a few times is it like some sort of it's like a knife on a stick yeah yeah but like fits together like like a telescopic sort of knife stick yeah it's really weird yeah absolutely of course Um, course, that's then it cuts back to any murderer yeah it cuts back to the girl sleeping and Jennifer wakes up. So she's like a sleepwalker, we establish. Puts her dressing gown on and wanders up the stairs to the top of the building roof. She and gets then, such a long way. Yeah, so she's in an absolute trance just walking. She mm. walks on the roof and she sees this girl run towards her through the window and she gets stabbed through the mouth with this stick thing. Ugh, awful. And then she... Ends up walking off the roof, but then gets saved by a dressing gown because a dressing gown catches on the roof and she's basically dangling on the roof. Dangling by her dressing gown. And then she falls it's down. It's safe, this place. <laughs> she falls down a plant. Yeah. <laughs> and then wanders into the town, gets hit yeah. by a car. At this point, I was like, is she still asleep? Or has she woken up now? I think she... Did the fall into the plant wake her or... I don't know. I'm not sure. I think she might be awake. So then uh, these two guys are like, oh shit, we've just hit somebody. We better put her in a car. But then they they sort of bundle her into the car and then you realise that their intentions are not entirely great because then one of them gets really handsy with her. Bear in mind she's probably meant to be about 15, 16 as well. Yeah, she's a schoolgirl. And I was like, oh, gross, what are you doing? So she... She's sort of getting touched up by this guy and she's like, get off, get off. And then she's like, help, help. Yeah. And then uh, I feel like bugs come at some point 
and then the car swerves and then she sort of flies out of the car into yeah. a ditch and then they're like, well, we're not going to go find her, we're going to mm. drive off. Bye. Yeah. Luckily. What a horrible thing to do to someone, leave I them know. in a ditch. But probably better than being in the car, right? Well, yeah. So she is sort of crouched in the woods, in the dark, having just been attacked by two men, going, what the hell is going on? I've had a really strange night so far. We're only about 25 minutes into this film. So then she sees two ladybirds on a on a leaf and she's kind of looking at them for a bit. Yeah. And then she sees the chimp. And the chimp yeah, Inga. grabs her hand and leads her to Donald's of house. Of course. So her first night at boarding school, she's <laughs> gone sleepwalking. Yep. Witnessed a girl being murdered, fallen from the school through a sort of hole in the masonry of the walkway, landed in a plant, walked to town, got picked up in a convertible by two, two perverts. weirdos. Yeah. Yeah, dropped into a ditch. And now and she's met a chimp. by a chimpanzee named Inga, mm-hmm. who is yeah. leading her on to her next stage Crazy of adventure. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Honestly, the film, it's, it's almost like the film literally takes place exactly like this but just more and more big stuff happens yeah basically apparently um peter ustinov was the original choice of the doctor instead of donald pleasance yeah but i was like no it's got to be donald so it's got to be donald so donald He's, he's great he is i love him he examines her and then he's like is this the first time you've slept walked and he says he's sort of looking at her and she says no checking her eyes yeah. And, and she's like, I don't know where I've been. I can't remember it. I, I don't know what's happening. I did think, possibly, like, is it possible that she fell asleep and then the rest of the whole entire film is was a, a dream? dream? Maybe, yeah. Could Maybe. Be. I don't think it was. I don't think it was, but it could be. So it it she, felt like a nightmare. <laughs> she um, She's talking to Donald and he says that he was a teacher but he had an accident and that's why he's in a wheelchair because he's in a wheelchair as well. And he teaches entomology and his specialisation is in insects and she's like, oh, really cool, I really like insects, that's awesome. And then mm. he's like... What the um, chances? There used to be a girl called Rita who used to come and help but then she got horribly murdered and... Oh no, she says, oh, did she get killed? And he's like, how do you know? And he's like, and she's like, well, you talked about her in the past tense and I've been yeah. told that there's a murderer on the loose. So I put two and two together. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, in a little bit, he's like, you could wear her coat. And this is it. She's, she, he's like, oh, she left a coat here. Do you need a coat to get home in? It doesn't fit at all. It, it doesn't. Does it's terrible. It's terrible. Firstly. And then he's like, you, you remind me of her. This girl has been horribly murdered and you're just, just a light. Do you want to wear her clothes? Not yeah. really. <laughs> I was like, Donald Pleasant um, is probably the killer at this point. Oh no, Donald would never be the killer. <laughs> um, apparently the chimp ran away at some point when filming, so they had to go get her back because, yeah, she... she I wonder where she went to. She just ran off into the woods, so they had to go find her. Uh, apparently there was a sequel planned for this in 2001, but it was cancelled, and I was like, I am oh, sad that that didn't happen. I really want a shame. sequel. And the flies were you know like there's like the flies across the moon and stuff that they do mm. it was coffee grounds in a tank of water superimposed onto oh. the moon that's, that's how they clever. Did that. yeah so donald 
is observing a beetle and what it's doing and it spits at him and he, and, and he doesn't like him. And he... I think he says that they are quite blind or something and and mm. that's a defence mechanism or something. And she basically just straight up picks it up and he's like, yeah. oh, that's interesting because I haven't been able to get near it. And then uh, he's like, oh, you remind me of Rita in that coat. You get on with bugs then. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I do. And then, uh, and then basically he says that this bug is trying to mate with her. <laughs> this bit was really... Weird. Because it's emitting a smell and, yeah, and basically... Like, Donald Pleasance must have, when he was reading the script, must have been like, isn't that a bit weird? I bet he was like, I am fully in, I am fully on board with this film. It's weird and I love it. But he said, but I think it's because he says, oh, it's not even the season that that would happen, so it's 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 kind of strange. It's affinity with Is it a fern or something it's called? The, The, like, weird wind that they're getting... Oh, yeah, I feel like that comes up in a bit. I don't know. And then he's like, yeah, you know, stop by any time you want. Take the cable car, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, if you ever are sleepwalking, you've got to recognise that you're sleepwalking and say, I am sleepwalking, I must wake up. So she's like, noted, I will give that a try. I don't think it works like that, but... I'm not sure, but I haven't... Tried it. Um, that's it. Then, then he says he starts talking about this wind, and he's like, "Oh, there must have been a change in the surroundings of the wind, and it's making everyone be mm-hmm. weird." And some say it causes madness and all this kind of stuff, and that never really comes back into play. I don't think. No. Well, apart from well, it's just sort of ominous wind. That, yeah, there's a lot of. It's always really windy wherever they are. Like yeah. it's, it is playing a part. I wonder if I they had to say that because it was windy it. when they filmed. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And they had to put it in to yeah. sort of say, yeah. So she she sort of says bye and whatever. Then it cuts to the daytime and she's getting an EEG and I was like, this has escalated. Fucking hell. And she, But she, even she, like, she's quite a young girl, but obviously she's very self-assured in her own skin and everything. Yeah. And she's like, this isn't normal. Why am I getting this? Yeah. And they're Why like... Why are you doing this? this you, are, you slept walked and that's not normal. And it's like, is... It's a bit of a, like, overreaction a little bit. For a boarding school, surely it happens quite often. And then she's like, oh, this doctor's like, oh, sometimes it's a symptom of a new personality emerging. Maybe she's got schizophrenia. And I was like, that does not work like that. It's not true. That is not how psychiatry works at all. Basically, she's like, fuck your ECG. I'm not doing it. We'll see what happens who's crazy i am not crazy but then she gets flashbacks of the night before and seeing that girl get murdered and freaks out so Mm. that didn't really help her so she is on the phone trying to talk to a dad's lawyer slash agency person i think yeah but he isn't there morris yeah morris we liked morris morris was good so he is celebrating passover so he isn't there at the time and and she's like i need to fucking get out of here I yeah, hate it already. I don't like it. I've here. been here a day. I don't like it. And I then, can't imagine sending a child to school in another country. Like, even if it's a really great school, it's such a long way. I would say it's probably common with rich people, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not rich, mm. so <laughs> I just went to a normal school. Yeah, so she's on the phone and there's a girl, there's like a group of girls sort of around her chatting and they're like, oh, she's Paul Covina's daughter. So they're already like quite sassy towards her anyway. Then it cuts to the mean lady doing poetry. And she is sucking all the fun out of that poetry. Like She's so mean. Oh, she's terrible. 
I did like the Bee Gees girl. Bee Gee girl loved it. She thought yeah. it was great. She was finding <laughs> Bee Gees messages. She everywhere. was just like, the Bee Gees are the best. And everyone's like, <laughs> okay then, thanks for that. And Jennifer's worried, worried that she's going to run into this killer if she sleepwalks because she's like it's putting me in danger i'm gonna basically be like outside and so she tells her roommate to lock the door wake her up if she's sleepwalking and stuff just keep her safe basically so she's like yep that's fine and then the teacher's like oh sophie why don't you tell us about this poetry but obviously she hasn't been listening so like jennifer's kind of telling her things to say so she sounds like she knows what she's on about so she and she does sound like she knows what she's talking about and then at the end she says screw it's something to do about the past and present or something and she says screw the past and all the kids are like yeah screw the past (laughs) really weird and then and then the teacher's like well what about these poets what about this and then she's like what about richard wagner and then a girl's response is richard gear what about Richard Gere? Richard Gere. And everyone's like, yeah, Richard Gere. I was like, worst argument ever, Richard Gere. So every argument now... What about Richard Wagner? What about Richard Gere? Every argument now I'm going to be like, Richard Gere. That's it. What about Richard Gere? It's Richard Gere. Yeah, whatever anyone says, just be like, well, what do you think Richard Gere would think? What would Richard Gere do? So then it, cu- it cuts to a Viennetta advert and then we had a conversation about Viennettas for quite a long time. <laughs> about how they used to have a lot more co- chocolate in them. Yeah. I used yeah, to like yeah. it. Viennettas used to be about four times as big, didn't they? With more chocolate in, yeah. I used yeah, to like it. Definitely. They used to do, at KFC, they did like a variety, the, the like bargain buckets. Oh, they did, didn't they? You got a Viennetta yeah. and a drink with them, yeah. Yeah. That was like mega treats. <sighs> Viennettas were a sign of the most amazing celebrations. Yeah, they? yeah. Like it was, you only got a Viennetta when it was really, really special, and you cut it with a knife, and everyone like oohed and aahed over the way that it was being cut. And you could never get your spoon through it because it was so hard with chocolate. Oh, it's great! Oh, I yeah. loved it so much. Oh, Viennettas so, so exciting. So she, yeah. So Sophie's watching TV. Jennifer's asleep. Sophie gets changed and sneaks out. She wanders out to who I have described as blonde Paul Weller because he looked just like blonde Paul Weller, (laughs) which apparently is a boyfriend. And she's like, I've put Paul Corvino's daughter's top on. And he's like, "Uh, all right, what's she like? And she's like, she's pretty. She wears her hair the same as me. And she sleepwalks and then does like a zombie impression. (laughs) What's the perfect way to describe someone? Obviously. And then uh, Blonde Paul Weller's like, I've got to go. And she's like, oh, fuck you then. See you later. So he leaves. <laughs> well, he's shipping out in three hours or something, and it's a three-hour drive. And I'm like, well, why? I don't think he is. Yeah. I think that's a lie. <laughs> I think that's a lie. She's like, yeah, um, I've got to ship out. I'm going. See you later. Then it comes to Jen having a nightmare again, and somebody's watching Sophie outside assembling this long pole knifey mm-hmm. thing. Because I, don't, I, I think lovely. she can maybe see through bugs. Mm, yeah. And that's, so she's seen what they're seeing outside. I think that's what was happening, maybe. I think so. In, interesting bug fact. Cockroaches yeah. can live up to a week without their heads. Oh my goodness. That's disgusting, isn't it? Second interesting fact. Honeybee queens quack. Today. Yeah, apparently, yeah. if more than if more than one queen lives in the hive, a process called piping occurs, 
Virgin queen right. bees and mated queen bees use piping as a heads up to the colony that they're ready to fight to their death for the title of reigning queen. They fight to their death? These sounds typically come in the form of quacking. <laughs> While well, they're in their comb cells or a toot when they're outside. <laughs> it's my favourite. It's my favourite thing. Fucking bees. They're the so best. When they're going to fight to the death, they quack <laughs> whilst they're in their, in their little yeah. like wax beds yeah but then when they leave them they toot they toot yeah it's hilarious i wonder if we can find these sounds they're just they're just the best aren't they so she she's sleepwalking and then recognizes that she's sleepwalking and then says i must wake up and she actually does wake up this time and then realizes that sophie's not there then it cuts to sophie running and screaming she gets stabbed jen goes to investigate in ridiculous pajamas (laughs) These are the most ridiculous pyjamas The most ridiculous pyjamas. And she sees a little firefly and follows it. She reaches into a bush and finds an ominous glove. And then she goes back inside and it starts thundering and lightning and stuff. And then there's like a a scream in the school, which I think was her. Mm. Then it cuts to her travelling on the tram in the daytime with a very nice beret that she had on. She looked very cool. Well dressed. And she's basically writing a letter to her dad saying the police came and the head thinks I'm nuts, I really want to come home, I'm really not having a nice time, etc. Uh, I think she I think she says that she saw Sophie dead at some point yeah. when she touched this glove. Surely it was her that point, screamed. Like, Get this child out of here. Yeah, that's when she did scream because she touched the maggot and then obviously the maggots had seen her so she saw what yeah. they saw. So she takes this glove to Donald and she's like, I think this glove belonged to the killer and all the bugs in his sort of room thing are all going absolutely bonkers. Then they talk in Italian, don't know what they said. But then he says... It's kind of weird when they do that, yeah. It's just really, it's really random, they flip Mm -hmm. between. And then he says, I think it's a reflection of your mood because obviously like she's quite anxious and scared and they're picking up on it. Yeah. And he starts sort of talking about how the human soul and insects connect and then she's like right well i found this glove because a firefly led me to it (laughs) and then he's like you cannot tell this to the police because you sound fully crazy but i do believe you and then he says that the bugs feel like they've calmed down now you've told me that because they stop sort of going nuts and then he says that all bugs are a little bit telepathic and maybe you are also telepathic and you Um, can communicate with bugs of course and then he's like i wrote a book about it here it is have a read of that (laughs) and she's like oh yeah okay that's really good idea sure it's part of the film isn't it it's amazing but i'm also a bit like and she says i I don't know if i believe that she kind of says um she's like i needed help and it's like the firefly heard me and answered that i needed help kind of thing so another another little bug fun fact i've got here some ants mm. make themselves explode when they're attacked. Really? Mm. Oh my goodness, that's not very healthy. That's not ideal. Some ants, prote- ants that kill themselves to protect their colony by splitting their skin open and coating their enemies in a yellow goo that either kills the intruder or hinders its attack. Oh. These self-sacrificing well, ants are nothing more than the minor workers of the colony or better known as the expendables, like the film. Oh. That's crazy, isn't it? How selfless of them. I know. They are good. Yeah. Apparently, uh, 
Asian giant hornets can make holes in human flesh. <sighs> they look massive and scary. I, bleh, I wouldn't like one of those near me, to oh be honest. Goodness. No, I wouldn't. Apparently also, a caterpillar has more muscles than a human. No way, but caterpillars are so small. But when they move, it makes sense because they kind of move differently, They've don't they? They've got lots of muscles, I suppose. Mm. I, well, I suppose they don't have more muscle mass. But no, they might have but like more, more muscles in their body. Like yeah. muscles. Yeah, that's crazy, that's isn't it? I know. Yeah. I kind of love it, though, I've right? never thought that. <laughs> so then Jennifer goes back to school. And this is the starting of the worst bullying that I've ever seen. Basically, oh, some... it's horrible. <laughs> horrible to her. To be fair, though, they are shit bullies. I'd just be like, what are you even on about? Yeah. So two girls go past her and just go, Ooh, that's it. And then so she's just like... How immature? She's like, what? All right, then. And then uh, she overhears the head saying, we can't leave that girl alone. She's clearly nuts. See what she does. And then somebody's like, oh, she's crazy. They're in a room at this point. And they're like, oh, listen to this letter. And it's basically saying that she can communicate with insects. And John McGregor agrees with me and all this kind of stuff. And they're like, she is fully mental. She thinks she can talk to bugs. What is happening? And then she she storms in and she's like, I believe that's my letter. And takes it off them. And then uh, the girls start bullying her by making like, they're going, ooh, Buzz, buzz, buzz. Oh, the bugs are coming and all this lot. And then they're oh, like, oh, you're queen of insects. We worship you. We worship you. And she's like, get lost. Oh, get lost, yeah. Get lost, go away. And then um, she sort of runs off and gets really upset, but then turns around and says, I love you all. And then basically all these flies just swarm over the building. Mm. And everyone's like... And uh, all these girls who were taunting her are like, oh, no. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh, no. So um, then she passes out, because I'm assuming, like, her telepathic powers were too much and she passes out. Uh, She wakes up in bed and they're basically saying, it's the mental hospital with her because she is fully crazy. She's not normal. And then... uh, this, uh, I'm pretty sure psychiatry's moved on from that sort I'd of thing. I'd like to think so. This head teacher's like, she might even be Satan, because apparently Beelzebub <laughs> means Lord of the Flies. And then she's like, she's Lady of the Flies. And then uh, there's this nurse, and she's like, keep an eye on her. So she's like, right, Oh, that's she fine. does a great job at keeping an eye on her. That, well, she sits down, and then I put extreme knitting, because a, a knitting <laughs> thing goes from, like, two stitches to a full fucking scarf in about but, two oh, seconds. she's fast at knitting. That is super speed. She's, like... But then, <laughs> because she does it so fast, she falls asleep. She's exhausted She's exhausted after, like, after speed that. speed knitting. And uh, Jennifer makes her escape. She pulls a drip out, which is horrible. It's a bit grim. And proceeds to sneak out. Of detail of that. They didn't need to show that much detail. It was a really long scene, that, wasn't it, as well? She trips over a bloody, um, like, stand thing. Yep. But I was Spirit like, you try thing, to be yeah. quiet. The quieter you are, the more noise you make somehow. The more noise that you make, yeah. A cuckoo clock goes off, so she stops that. There's many cuckoo clocks in this, because obviously they're in Switzerland and they're everywhere. Yeah, there's a lot of cuckoo and, clocks. Uh, I, I can't help thinking, it's... A hospital room, like the best place for a cuckoo clock, or like there's the medical think... room at school. What if you just got to sleep? And then it starts cuckooing at you. I know exactly. What if you were in a coma and it woke you up? 
I mean, that'd be good. (laughs) So she goes to visit Donald because he's the only one that believes her. And he's really nice. And uh, then it's like, let's do some science. And uh, he's got the microscope out and he's looking at the maggots in this glove. And he and he sort of says that the, he starts talking about these flies and how they live off remains and they can smell remains from like really far away and stuff. And then he's like, mm. "You take this big fly and go and sniff out the house because Great it'll idea. know where yeah. the bodies are. And you ask him where they are, and it'll lead you to the bodies." Which. If you can communicate with insects, is actually a good idea of finding crime scenes if you can communicate with insects. But you look fully mental can. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So she, so he's like, the first was a tourist in town and she got off this bus at this place and people have seen her. So maybe start there because it must have been local to that area. When you get near to the where the killer is, come back because it's not safe. Yeah. But you'll know where it is. And she agrees because Sophie was a friend and she wants to avenge yeah. her somehow. She wants, Yeah, she wants to catch this killer. And then he's like, good luck, detectives. And then off she goes. So then it cuts to her on a bus with a fly detectives in a box. Fly. No, no, no big deal. Just got my big fly yeah. in a box. People get on and off. She opens a window and a woman gets really annoyed. This woman is not happy that she's open the she But she's talking in a... She's like, excuse me, she's yeah. in a different language, but you can tell she's like, I'm yeah. cold, can you shut the window? And she's like, no, I can't. And she gets really annoyed the and like, moves. The fly needs to smell the air. Exactly. But the fly's not doing anything at this point. And she's like, I'm, I'm keeping this window open, I need to. Then this fly starts going bonkers. So she's like, I need to get off. I must leave. You need to get off right now. And then I was like, wouldn't it be funny if that woman just aggressively shut the window? Yeah. And she did. <laughs> She did. She proper shut she, she furious. She oh my god, it was so funny. She was moving away. You just see her slamming that window. I, lo- she was I loved happy. it. I loved it. It was so funny. So she's in the hills near that path where that girl at the beginning ran down. So she lets the fly out of this box and follows it. And then I put fly effects because all it is is buzzing and her kind of looking. Yeah. But then occasionally looking, there's like yeah. a black blob. And I was like, have they got a fly on a string? What are they doing? I don't know. But it made me laugh. So she comes across a house and there's an old BMW parked at the top of the hill. She goes in this house when Mm. she probably shouldn't have done. She really shouldn't. I wouldn't have done. She sees the chains on the floor and then she finds some dolls under plastic and it's like old and dilapidated and creepy. Yeah. The fly kind of lands on her hand but then flies off to like lead her to wherever she's going. And it leads her to a cupboard where there's some papers on top of this cupboard that she decides to try and get. So she gets a stool and stands on this stool, but she can't uh-huh. reach it, the, the Honestly, papers. How so then she jumps, can you be? jumps on a stool. Never jump, jump on a stool. stool. Did you ever no. not do safety? God. So she basically jumps through this stool because it breaks and she falls, but then a man catches her and she's like, ah, because yeah. <laughs> obviously there's not meant to be anyone there. And she's like, what are you doing? And then he's like, what are you doing? And then uh, he's like, oh, no, it's the estate agent, isn't it? He's like, people moved out yeah. of here eight months ago. What are you doing? I think she's stealing. Um, she's not stealing. She's followed a, and a he's fly. Like, she's like, oh, um, 
I better go, bye, and then runs. And then it cuts to a halfway up that fucking big hill. Yeah, and I was like, fast. she has done hill training. She she's fast. fast up that hill. When she leaves, she leaves on time, doesn't she? So the fly's still there, and it enters this little hole under the floor, and there's a hand under there, and you're like, oh, no, that's mm. where it was. Oh, no. So the BMW pulls up to the house, and a man in a coat comes, and he's the police... And he's like, to this other estate agent, he's like, who are you? What are you doing? And he's like, I'm the estate agent of this house. How long has it been empty? Seven or eight months. Who is here? We can't tell you. And he's like, I'm a policeman. You better tell me everything. You better tell me. Then it cuts to the chimp out in the dark, flying a kite in the dark for some reason. Of course. And it gets stuck in a tree. So she has to get it out of the tree. Yeah. Well, she practically rips it to shreds getting it out of the tree. She does rip it to shreds getting out of the tree. She runs back to the house, but she can't get in. So she's, like, knocking to get in. And she sees that there's somebody else in the house with Donald. Mm. So she starts, like, she's, like, screaming and, like, brain on the thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, pulling the slats off the the shutters of the door and screaming. And and Donald's coming down and he's like, oh, you've locked yourself out again, haven't you? Because obviously he's done it again. Girl, yeah. And he's like travelling down the lift, but then it stops and like this this chimp's still like probably like brain on the door. Yeah. Like, ah! And there's a mysterious coated figure at the bottom of the stairs and he's like, Ugh. Who are you? And then he gets stabbed. And I was like, Oh, oh no, Donald. I was really disappointed. I know I wanted him to survive. Him. He was good. And um and then she ends up managing to get in. The killer escapes and she like she proper starts crying because he's like just dead yeah. in this chair and she and she kind of like puts her head on his hand and stuff and I was like yeah. oh that's so sad it's horrible. Poor Inga. The car drives off but the chimp is on the car. Furious, yeah. furious <laughs> chimp. She's not happy. She's um, not happy. She was not happy. Apparently the larva of the the bugs was created with. Um, some kind of like it's called like vermicutile or something with added liquid chocolate and essence of mint oh. i bet they smell nice yeah that smell lovely <laughs> yeah so then it cuts to the police taking donald away and now all the police are there jen arrives and sees what's happening so she runs away and then it cuts to like um a mental institution and the policeman's asking if anyone's ever escaped because they think somebody might have escaped and he's like no 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 nothing no one's escaped but something did happen 15 years ago but you don't find out what it was and then he says maybe somebody got in and they're like that's really weird i don't know what you're on about that's strange and then uh they're going further and further into the depths of this mental hospital and he's like the further down you go the worse the patients are because some of them are like violent criminal offenders and stuff and then he's like oh it's like dante's inferno it's like the ninth circle of hell and they're all like ha 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 yes that's very funny well let's hope hospitals have changed since then i hope so yeah <laughs> it's not ideal then it cuts to jennifer on the phone to morris and she's like i need to get out of here yeah i've she, run away she from school i agree she's like she i've run away from school they want me locked up i'm not having it She's only been there a couple of days. You need to send me some money so I can get a ticket home. Yeah. And then she's like, Morris, send me money. I don't want to be murdered. 
<laughs> Was that fair enough? <laughs> and then um, I think it goes to Inga and she's like finding food out of a bin because she's nowhere to go. And I was like, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. And she finds like a straight razor in the bin. So she takes it with her. So she, oh, she takes it with her. Of course. Because she might need it later at some random stage as she sort of she slowly do. makes her way through the surrounding countryside towards yep. some random she location. Just, she yeah. just walks off with it. Uh, it cuts back to Jennifer. She's got no money. She's trying to get it from this the the bank, but they're like, nothing's come through yet. Yeah. And then he's like, through. you can wait here if you want. So she's just sat waiting, basically. And then the woman from the who took her to the school in the first place comes back and she's like, Morris has called me. Are you all right? And then she's like, I'm not going back to school. I'm not doing it. Not going. Um, no. And then she's like, well, he's authorised me to buy you a ticket and give you some money so you can get back. The flight is 12 noon tomorrow. And she's like, well, I'm not staying at school. So what? You know, what am I going to do? And she's like, well, you can stay with me tonight and then go home tomorrow. So that's what she does. So they get to this, like, massive mansion house. Mm. And then she's like, do you live alone here? creepy at all. Yeah, like, do you live alone? And she's like, nope. And she's like, okay then. And then she's like, yeah, you can sleep here. And she's like, oh, thanks. And then uh, she's like, why are all your mirrors covered? That's a bit weird. She's like, well, I've got an ill son and he doesn't want to see himself, so... I've got to cover him up. You won't see him. He stays in his room with his crazy thoughts, apparently, she says. Mm. Cup of tea? No, thank you. No. <laughs> and then uh, she goes She goes snooping because people cannot resist to have a little snoop well, around course, the house. Yeah. <laughs> and she finds a mannequin. And then I was like, oh, no, it's Brahms. I was like, that's the son. The son is a mannequin. And then she's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I ruined your son. And then basically she's like, it's a doll, you dumb idiot. What are you doing? She's laughing at <laughs> And then... Uh, it's a doll. She's like... And I was like, Jennifer needs to leave this house right now. Immediately. this woman is getting weird She's like, you, you've you got a fever. I'll get you a pill. You don't want to get a cold. And then she's like, oh, no, I don't want any pills. And she's like, you will take a pill. Will, you must take them both. You must. You must like, take them. If anyone tries to make you take something, don't take it. Then they have an argument in Italian, and then she's yeah. like, "Fine, I'll take your goddamn pills." Why? I'm going to Did the bathroom, and Why? then she's like, "Yeah, don't look at me. I'm shutting the door." And then she's like, "Oh, I think she goes in, and she's like, bitch." So she takes one of these pills and takes a drink, and then notices that there are maggots everywhere in this house. In this bathroom. Everywhere. They Disgusting. are everywhere. They're on the towels. They're on the towels. They're in the bath. They're on the sink. They're just everywhere. And then she remembers what Donald Pleasant said about the human remains. And then she's like, oh, no, mm-hmm. I think I'm in the killer's house. And yeah. then for some of, reason... Of all the places, she's ended up in the killer's house. Realises that the pills that she gave her were poison and starts, like, throwing up. I feel like she actually made herself throw up then. I didn't it find looked, it in it facts, but it looked I like was, it. I was not enjoying it. I think actually. she did. I'm sure she bit. did. And then um, she drinks a gallon of water to try and get rid of this poison. And meanwhile, this frow's hammering on the door. She's what are you doing? Let me in. Furious. She's like, what are you doing in there? And I thought, you're in a bathroom. Just be like, I'm doing a poo. Everything's <laughs> normal. I'm not trying to escape or whatever. But, you know, whatever. So she opens the door. And she's like, what were you doing in there? But then 
she leaves, does Jennifer, and then the Frau sees that the pill's still in the sink, so the obviously she's taken it and, yeah. and got rid of it. And then uh, she tries to call somebody, and they have another argument in Italian, and it results in the Frau hitting her over the head with the phone. Bit harsh. And she uh, puts it in another room, this phone, so she can't get to it. In this meantime, the policeman... She's horrible, isn't she, this Frau? She's a right piece of work. Apparently she yeah. was in... She was in Deep Red, Opera, Inferno and Tenebrae and I can't remember who she oh, was really? in these, but yeah. She she was, uh, her name is Daria Nicolodi, I think, and she was Dario Argento's wife at the time. Uh, but they got divorced in 1985, so I'm assuming that they weren't actually getting along at this point when this was made, so that's a bit awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds like a recipe for a, a fun film. For disaster. Film. Yeah. yeah. So, policeman's outside. She's trying to shout for help, but Frau silences her and then puts all these shutters down in, in the thing, which is creepy AF. Oh, the, that house has been designed to kill people in. Why would you have that? Yeah. So, she's uh, she leaves and locks the door so she can't get out. And the policeman uh, goes to talk to this frau and she's like, he's kind of like, oh, where have you, you worked in this hospital, didn't you? And she's like, yeah, I did. I got assaulted. He pulled me through the bars when I worked there because she's got like a scar from where he got pulled through. Moved here eight months ago. And then she's like, she's like, yeah, I've, I've been in this house eight months. And he's like, oh, where from? And she's like, oh, just outside Zurich, blah, blah, blah. And he goes into the house with her and then you hear... A man's scream, but you don't see what happens. Yeah. So obviously something And then you get Iron Maiden again. Oh, Iron Maiden. So yeah. happened Jen- Maiden <laughs> Jennifer's trying to get out and she finds a pole to grab this phone through like a window because she locked it in a different room. Mm. But then it falls in a massive hole that's in this room as well. This house is disgusting, by the way. It's horrible. It's awful. Um... And then it cuts to the airport and Morris, Mr. Shapiro, is in Switzerland. Hooray! So he's, he's arrived because he's finally, worried about like, her. Finally, some good news. Yeah. It's going to be okay. So she, she ends up climbing through this window and leaping into this hole to go find this phone. The phone still works down there, which I was quite impressed. Uh, I was... Th- th- out of everything in this film that happens, the fact that that phone is still working is the least believable thing. I know, right? Yeah, I know. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> yeah. That is saying a lot. So she she tries to start to call on this phone and some hands grab her and it's the policeman. It's the policeman. Um, He's and still she, in there. She screams and then ends up falling through this other hole with this guy. He's chained to the wall, Just but she isn't and she falls into this pit of like mm. bodies and sludge Ugh. and oh it's disgusting Ugh. and it's just oh, that it's it's, that, it's a bit like in poltergeist when she's in the old pool and all the bodies are there but it's like a lot that. it's a lot more goopy and disgusting uh, um, the frau comes and just horrendous. laughs in her face when she's trying to get out of this horrible yeah. pit the policeman because he's handcuffed to the wall, breaks his thumbs to slide his hands out of a handcuff and basically beats her with the chains while Jennifer crawls out of this horrible pit. Ugh, it's disgusting. It was really grim, Um, and I mean really grim. Yeah, she 
runs out crying into the neighbourhood, but then he is crying in one of the rooms. So she follows this noise and finds a little boy. She finds a little boy and uh, he's in the corner and she's like, hello, little boy, you all right? And he's like, go away, leave me alone. And she's like, oh, I'll, I'll help you. Like, you know, don't worry about the mirrors. Don't worry about her. We'll save you and stuff. And he turns around and his face is all messed up and he's got his weird little teeth. not and... ideal. So apparently Dario Argento called the child Pato, although he is not officially named in the film because there is a, a syndrome called Patau syndrome oh. where you end up having an additional copy of chromosome 13 in some or all your cells and it can cause things like extra defects, cleft palates, defects in your oh. eye, facial deformities and, and kind of stuff like that. So it's kind oh. of based on a, on a thing. I'm assuming he was born from her getting attacked in this mental hospital. I'm mm. assuming that's what happened. This film is not but based. It doesn't really like, explain it, so sense, I'm just kind of it? freestyling. If you. someone has a cleft palate, they're not definitely a serial killer. No, well, he isn't. It's her, isn't it? But anyway, oh, I always thought he was murdering so she, the schoolgirls. She she runs off to a boat and a dock, and I was like, "Where has that come from?" Because I'm fairly certain that wasn't Where, there before. Yeah. She tries to Why fire does she not up run the boat. Back to the road? pass she tries to start this boat and it doesn't work and then the kid tries to poke her with this stabby knife i feel like they're both as bad as each other he ends up poking a hole in the um petrol tank of this thing thing, yeah and then she screams and calls for help and all these bugs fly onto this little boy they've come to rescue her apparently two million eggs fly eggs were bought for this final scene when the flies hatched, his clothes and face were covered in glucose and flies were released at oh, him from nets. That poor when actor who played him. He was a he was a 26-year-old man who played this boy, but he was a, a shorter person. So when they had filmed this scene, they released all these flies into the neighbourhood and they were finding flies for weeks and weeks and weeks afterwards. Oh, that's disgusting, that's isn't not, it? That's not very good. It's <laughs> horrible, isn't it? For people who live in this place. Oh my God, it's horrible. Place. So he, he gets horribly eaten by these bugs and falls in the water. And then she sees bugs fly over the moon, which was that coffee ground effect that they did. And then... So basically she's sat in a boat in a, in a river or a lake or something... And probably just wondering what the hell is going on. Because that's what we're all doing. She manages to start the boat, but it catches fire because catches of the, the petrol's leaking. So she has to jump into the water. There's petrol all over the water, so it's just an absolute ring of fire everywhere. Oh, it's just a firestorm. The boy, it's a nightmare. It is. It's horrible. The boy grabs her underwater... But then he gets set on fire a little bit because she manages to, like, push him into the fire, which is kind of horrible. Then swims away, cool as a cucumber, as if nothing had ever happened. Yeah. Oh, she's like ocean girl. She's yeah. just chill, yeah. Not so she yeah. Yeah, so she ends up getting to the shore of whatever this river or bank or wherever the hell she is is. Sees a car pull up and it's Morris. It's Morris. And we're like, Fine, hooray! Right. Oh, goodness, we were like, Morris. oh, oh, Morris. She's 
saved. He's. Well, but, to be fair, she's done a good job of saving herself, but I was like, Morris would drive her Morris back will to the drive her home, leave. hooray. Morris has got the, the ticket home. But oh, no, no, no. Morris's head comes off, and it's the Frau, with a big sheet. It's like a baking sheet of it's like death. A, yeah, <laughs> like a giant baking tray where she's filed the edges to a sharp edge. It's a baking what tray of doom is what it is. That? And then she's like, he was my that? son. I killed them all to protect him. Because I'm guessing that he got picked on or something. I don't know. But she was killing everyone well, anyway. I think he... The son was killing the schoolgirls. And if anyone found out about she it, was she killing was killing the, them. Uh, to protect him. That makes sense. Right. That makes it's sense. Not right, and it? then she's like, now I will avenge him. It reminded me of um, Friday the 13th and Pamela Voorhees. And that whole kind of ending. Because it's like a, a sort of shock ending and head coming off and all that kind of stuff. So she's sort of laid on the floor. She's got this baking tray of doom that she's going to take her head off with. But oh no, no. She gets stabbed by Inga the Chimp with her straight razor. And she just stabs and stabs and stabs because she's avenging Donald's death. Yeah, she's in the right place at the right moment is Inga, isn't she? I was like, you go, Inga. she wind up there at that exact moment? She just wandered to the revenge... Oh, it was great. Just pure, pure luck. Yeah. It was great. So Worked she out. she kills the Frau and Inga runs to Jennifer and Inga kisses Jennifer on the cheek and they hug. And then the film just finishes. That's, That's it. it. Bean. That's it. It was, it was bonkers. It was bonkers. I think you've just got to completely suspend your disbelief and just go with it. So if you overanalyse it, it's like it... it It's a really fun watch. I really enjoyed it. I've got two more little facts at the end, which made me laugh. Uh, In one scene, the chimp kept turning, so they asked Jennifer to stop her from doing it, and she had to, like, turn her head so she'd stop turning her head, basically, and she got mad and bitter and became hostile towards her for the rest of the film. Yeah. And then there's another... It like a rather enjoyable film. Another fact. Jennifer Connolly had part of her finger bitten off by that chimp and she was hospitalised and her finger was reattached. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. That so she did not get actress. on. She didn't get on with that chimp. Yeah. She did not get on, no. So I really like Dario Argento, so I'm going to give this a five out of five. It's just really bizarre watch. I feel like it's one that you need to watch in a group yeah, to really like enjoy. Yeah, it's too seriously because yeah. it, it does spout rather a lot it's of nonsense. bloody bonkers yeah but um it keeps you guessing it does four for gore four for humor thoroughly enjoyed it i think <laughs> it's one that's not overly talked about by him mm. but i feel like it should be because it's very good <laughs> it's certainly full of twists and turns it is yeah definitely i love i loved it definite hard <laughs> recommend if you want a bit of a sort of what is going on I reckon it would be a good one to sling on at a Halloween party, to be honest. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't be putting on when you want to watch something that's going to warm your soul. Hall- Halloween party pick. want to watch something silly, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, next week, as it is spooky season, we're going to carry on with one of our franchises and we're going to watch Halloween 3. Season of the Witch. Nothing to do with Michael Myers, but it does have Tom Atkins in it from The Fog. The guy in The Fog. Oh, 
Which guy? The main guy. The who, guy um, who was travelling with Jamie Lee Curtis and ended up yeah, they ended Jamie up in a Curtis couple. Just fell in love with him like that, and they mm-hmm. were partners, joined at the hip from yep. that moment on. Yep. Yeah, I feel oh, like okay. I feel like that happens also in this film. I'm sure it does. Whatever Tom Atkinson has got, they should bottle it because <laughs> dude has got some serious game, definitely. So people enjoy it, don't they? Oh yeah, definitely. So for next week, watch Halloween three. And in the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horrorpod, And we're also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. And we're also on Buy Me a Coffee. If you want to request a film or get access to our Twin Peaks content, we are on Buy Me a Coffee at WNS Horrorpod as well. That's us for this week. Excellent. Stay safe, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>